You're listening to the Claret and Big Blue Podcast on the Pass the Gravy Podcast Network. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. We'll do it live! Welcome everyone to Claret and Big Blue, probably the only podcast on the internet dedicated to West Ham United and the New York Giants. That's right, football and football balls. For everyone's face, I am my fish and I am to it as always by Mr. Alex Middleton. Alex, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing just swell, buddy. How the heck are you? Living the dream. Taking it one day at a time. And all those other cliches. Putting on my pants, one leg, one leg at a time, just like everybody else. So you got to roll. Just get through this life. Yep. Yep. <sighs> Before we talk about the shit show that was last weekend, um, how you been? What have you been up to? Uh, any exciting adventures over the past seven days on this blue thing that rolls around the sun? on the earth um not not too much watched some college football enjoyed a non like a stress-free sunday watching nfl um made was some your sunday stress-free was your sunday stress-free yeah yeah i mean i didn't really have to worry about the giants so i was chill about that i guess yeah west ham kind of pissed me off at the beginning but after that i was like i just got red zone i let red zone take my blues away but I, I even, uh, I was at a Friendsgiving event over the weekend. Oh, it's early. It's early for a Friendsgiving. I know, right? I know. But uh, we there, it, it eventually broke down. So you know those kind of parties where you know the the wives and the girlfriends end up over there, and then the boys are seeing the broads and the boys. Yeah, and we was watching Alabama versus LSU. And I was like, look at me on a Saturday Dude, night was... watching college football. What a game! That... That was a wild game. My brother went to LSU. Um, Sam Houston is not in like the same division as LSU or anything like that, um, at least right now. So I've always just kind of rooted for LSU and he'll root for Sam Houston. But we were at a bar and that was like game six of the World Series that the Astros won it. And like neither one of us gave a shit about the Astros. <laughs> and everybody was just like going nuts. And LSU went for two. Yeah, uh, I was like, what the fuck to, are they doing? To win it. But it was awesome because it was like, they know that, like, okay, Saban's going to fuck us if we let him. And I was like, just go for two. Like, what the fuck do you have to lose? Who cares? And they did it. It was fucking awesome. And then my brother and I were jumping up and down celebrating. Like, the Phillies get a hit. And it was just Astros fans. It was through the, the football game. We were watching a different thing. We're watching for, a different for the football game. The one game, the one TV with the LSU game on because it was all Astros. But I was, I'd, I'd heard the college over to, overtime rules were different but i'd never seen it in action and it it threw me off very much when it's like they started on the 25 yards like wait what the fuck this is cheating and then after a certain point they just have to go for twos like you can't go you can't kick an extra point anymore and then i think at a certain point after that it's just two points two points two points two points like you just try two point conversions 
Like, yeah, it's kind of stupid. Can I shoot out almost? I do like in college. I like the twenty-five yard. I like I like the beer at the twenty-five yard. I think it like it's pretty fun to watch just like scoring all over and over and over again. And um, I hate that they changed away from it because there were sometimes you'd have like a seventeen overtime <laughs> game. I think Eli Manning was part of like a seventeen overtime game at at Ole Miss one time, and I still remember that game. It was muddy. It was gross. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. It was weird because I, all I remember seeing was LSU lining up for the snap. And then I kind of went for my drink and then he was in the end zone. I was like, fuck, that's fast. He moved very fast. And then they showed the replays. Oh, oh, he was, he was right there. Okay. Never mind. But I was, I was very scared. Oh, yeah. What a game. College football and United Kingdom of Kentucky also victorious on Saturday, which is always good. United Kingdom of Kentucky was. Um, hold on. I'm trying it was okay. Never mind. It wasn't seventeen overtimes. Seven overtimes, but Eli Manning oh, led. Still, Eli Manning led Ole Miss, or they lost to uh, Arkansas, fifty-eight to fifty-six in two thousand and one. What time did? How long? What was the game time elapsed? Like, was it like a? Did it end up going on to like three o'clock in the morning, or was it an afternoon game? Game cast. Um, doesn't look like it has the total oh. total time. It was a while ago, so they're not really as up to date. There were forty seven thousand four hundred sixty four people that bought Hemingway Stadium that day. Uh, how many do you reckon? Oh, no, I was gonna say how many probably left at the end, but I imagine most people stayed till the end. You're not leaving that probably, like probably so. Yeah. Anyway, good old memories. Eli Manning. What a goat. What a goat. Talking about a very good football player that used to play for the New York Giants. Let's get into some rumors and innuendo. Well, not so much rumors, I guess. Um, Odell rumors. Beckham Jr. Not to be mistaken with Odell Beckham Sr., who, as I believe, never played for the Giants. So we don't really talk about I him. So he is in the market. He is a UFA, which is something free agent. Un- unrestricted free agent. He can sign with anybody. So wait, that doesn't make sense. So what? how can you be a restricted free agent? You could have somebody match it. What? Like you could be a free agent and then somebody else could match. Like if like the 49ers wanted you, you could... Like it's it's right after your tenure with the team, right? So like if you're released or you don't resign, like you're an unrestricted free or an unrestricted free agent. But like if you were in the final year of a contract, you could be like, oh well, we'll match whatever they're offering you right now. So then somebody has to outbid you for them, basically. Right. Very rarely happens in the NFL. It's more so in the NBA. It just seems kind of what's uh, an oxymoron. Yeah. Yeah, restricted. Free agent. RFA. America. Anyway, yes, Odell Beckham. Well, because he announced, and everyone was losing their shit about it yesterday when he was talking about where the Giants he's been talking to, the Cowboys, and there was two other teams that I've forgotten about because they're... The Bills. And then I can't remember who the other team was. Was it the Packers? Maybe the Packers. 
some reason I've got a P in my brain. Probably Packers. That would make sense. They have no receivers, just like us. But yeah, everyone was kind of like, oh my god, oh my god, he said that, he said that. But I mean, um, Brian DeBall, DeBall, uh said that he, no, no, sorry, no. Joe Shane said on a radio interview last week that he'd been in contact with Odell's people. But what do you say? So what do you think? What do you think's um, going through his brain box right now? Do you? Because I'd like to think, you know, in the, you know the romanticized world that is the New York Giants, you know, everyone, you know, once a giant, always a giant, yada yada yada, and he loves the Giants, yada yada yada. So therefore, he would never go to the Cowboys. Am I being too, you know, optimistic, or do you think he's the kind of guy that's like, yeah, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. He's going to where the money is. He's probably going to sign whoever gives him the most money, and that will not be the Giants. If he wants to go back to the Giants on like a veteran's minimum, then yeah, I'm sure that that'll work out. The Giants may offer him that. Um, the Cowboys, I mean, having said that, really, like the only rumor is that Jerry Jones is like, yeah, I think Odell would look good with a Cowboys star on his helmet. Um, yeah, I don't like the idea of Odell going to the Cowboys, but if he does, he'll probably like take him on a boat trip or something and jinx him and some shit like that, and they'll falter in the playoffs just like. That tends to happen. I mean, he had a good season last year with the Rams when he got picked up by them, but what a ring. He did win a ring, but like it was also like he wasn't the MVP of that game. He did play well in the Super Bowl, but also he had Cooper Cup to take away from him. Yeah, he's got CeeDee Lamb to take him away from him in Dallas. But I, know, I hope he doesn't go to the Cowboys just because I, I like Odell. Um, it makes him more hateable. He's he's had some hateable stuff since he left. But I don't think he goes to the Giants. I just don't. I think the Giants are going to roll with what we've got. I just don't for the see the rest of the season. We don't have anybody. Maybe Kenny Galladay's back. And we've we all the cost cap. Talk. What, we we don't, yeah, we don't have for? cap. Like veteran minimum is what I'm saying. Like, I mean, at that point, like it's just it's it's a one year deal, and I think he wants a multi year deal, and we're not going to give him that. The Giants are not a team that like that's what the old Giants would have done this is the new giants where they're like, look, dude, we're building something and maybe it's not this year. Um, if you are just a stop gap right now, like we don't need the flex seal. We're not looking for flex seal right now. We're looking to fucking float this bitch. All the, like the boat's got a little water in it and we're looking to just stick our fingers in that boat and like get to the other side of the lake right now. So then we can retool and come back with a better boat, which is next year and the year after that. Um, Odell is just like, cool. Now, I mean, it sucks that Daniel Jones has nobody to throw to. I absolutely hate that for him. Like watching Geno Smith in the Seattle game have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett to throw the ball to. It's just like it's it's a cheat code when when you're when you're a quarterback to just have like a good receiver and Dar- Daniel Jones just hasn't had that. He's had Darius Slayton have a couple of good games he's trying together. Wando Robinson looks good if he's healthy. I mean, no more Kadarius Tony, but he wasn't like we saw him on the field anyways. Daniel Bellinger, they think, could be ready against the Lions next week. Not this coming week, but next week. Um, Word in the street is uh, Kenny Galladay might be available. Whoop, whoop. Well, I, I mean, I, okay, I don't like Kenny Galladay. Fuck that dude. But, but it's like, better than if nothing. <laughs> if he can suit up, he's a body. Yeah. And maybe at some point he's like, you know what? I am getting paid an awful lot of money from this franchise. Maybe I go ball out. And maybe, maybe he does make a couple plays. And maybe it wins us a game. I don't know. What if he comes down with a what if he comes down with like a game winning catch in the end zone on Sunday? We're like, all right, you know what? You get a pass from us, kidding you got it. I think I'm I'm a very forgiving guy. I don't want him back next year. He's not worth the money. But if he can ball out, like put together a nice little highlight reel for yourself. Nice little uh, application for next season. 
you got to think that's going to be somewhat of the mindset, right? Where he's like, there's no chance the Giants are going to keep me on there's this new contract. Regime. They're not going to keep so, me. But then, like, I need that's to the thing. Like, you're playing for a job. Right now. You're, you're playing for a job. So, like, yeah. that's the weird thing about Tony, where it was like, Tony didn't care. Um, I don't think he had a, he, he wasn't just going to get cut, I guess. But it's weird that Galladay hasn't realized, like, all right, well, like, go ball out. You never know. It's like when, uh, like, like, even this season, when, um, what's his face? Matt Rule got fired from the Panthers that first two weeks. The Panthers got a win, and then they they they've, they looked really good for for the the next game. And it was because probably they were like, all right, well, they just traded Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Steve Wilkes is here. Whoever else comes and takes over, like we're gonna be basically like we're auditioning for next season. And sometimes you get people to play the best that they can. I don't think Kenny Galladay seems like he gives a shit, but it'd be awesome if he did. Better than nothing. Yeah. Marcus One Johnson shouldn't be our guy. Yeah. But I mean, in, in an ideal world, let's just say everything, all the stars align and somehow, you know, the Giants give Odell an offer and he accepts it. Would you, would you welcome him back with open arms? Yeah. Or would you be like, yeah, he's a receiver that can catch balls and can do awesome stuff. Like anybody that can do that. I would take all of that. I would take all of those receivers. Like, Hey, you can you can catch the ball and we're really fast. Come on over, bud. You you you're down to come here on the cheap because if you're not, sorry, we don't have money for you. But if you are, let's do it. And I just think that the Giants, having a previous relationship with Odell, would have probably wanted to make sure that like they signed him in advance. I don't know. Maybe it's just a week to week thing. Whatever it is, but I think Odell's going to want to sign for multiple years. Maybe he resigns I mean, for the remainder of this year and then has to resign. But I don't know. He's no. Sp- Bring chicken. He's so, not. He's, he's getting up there. Old. He's getting up which there. Is, it's just, just, which is so crazy. Like that's one of. The, I, I don't. For some reason, in my head, he's still this young whippersnapper, up and coming, exciting player. And then it's like, oh no, he's been in, in the NFL what almost ten years, nine, ten yeah. years now. Well, and I just think a lot of Giants fans think like it's the nostalgia of him. Oh yeah, where it's like when when Daniel went down and we thought like okay how are we gonna get through this with Tyrod Taylor or whatever, um, it was like well maybe we sign re- we get Eli to come back. It's like those guys aren't gonna come back. They're not just like just because they were here before. Like you have an affinity for them because you like them or you bought their jersey or whatever it is. Like, they don't give a fuck. This is a business, and and Odell's not gonna cut the Giants a deal unless he really is as tight as as he acts like he is with with the ex players. But I I don't think he's gonna do that. So it would be really good if he could like work out. I don't know how it works with NFL contracts on how it works with the cost cap and stuff like that. But if we, he would be like, "Hey, I'll come to you. I'll play for free, but you have to pay me like ten million dollars per touchdown that I score. That'd be a pretty tight deal. I'd take that. That'd be interesting. But I don't think that was. But yeah. So there's no. So on your end, there's no like romanticized like. I'm gonna hate. So happy I don't want to, to go to the Cowboys. Yeah, just fuck the Cowboys. Go to the Packers or some shit like that. See, that would be the test of his true uh, character. If he goes to, because I, I mean, whether he you know, gives a shit on a, you know, if you don't go to the Giants, go, go to anywhere else other than the Cowboys. He's gonna want to go to a team that can compete. The Cowboys can compete. They're not gonna win a Super Bowl, but they can compete. We can compete. God damn it. We can compete. We might be a playoff team. Might be. Have you We're going to be a playoff team. Because, I mean, what are we? We're six and two. 
Give me two Indians uh, you know, and Texans I, 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 I don't with Lions, and I'll start talking. Then I'm not. I'm not looking past anyone. Ten wins. But yeah, if we can beat Texans and the Lions, eight and two. Texans, Lions win. Cowboys probably lost. Commanders, we could win. Eagles probably lost. Commanders, we could win. Vikings probably lost. Colts, we can win. Eagles Gosh, probably lost. Colts. Oh my god, what a shit show they are. Yeah, that's an interesting. It's very. It was a very uh, EPL move they made, like hiring somebody that wasn't already in the organization. Like, it's always, hey, we're just gonna promote the defensive coordinator, the offensive coordinator, and they were like, we're actually gonna go just grab the dude from ESPN, bring him in here. Sounds like he knows what you're talking about. He <laughs> went. He was a, an assistant or not an assistant? He was like a assistant to the regional on our coach. advisory board or whatever. Bizarre. It's weird. It's gonna be weird. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think if the, the Giants are like I want us to be a playoff team. You gotta win ten games to get in the playoffs. Um there's definitely ten wins there. Definitely ten wins out of what I just said. I mean, if we sweep the commanders and we can win our next two games, that that's ten wins. We're in. Boom. We're in, just like that. Uh big thing we well, gotta no, worry about it, is, it's, is it's the Texans. It's unfortunate we have more than likely going to have to go wildcard route because I don't think absolutely going to stop any Eagles this year in the NFC East unless it's us. I mean, what are they now? Nine, nine and zero. What if we fuck around and beat them? What are the Eagles right? What's their record? Is it nine and zero? Nine and zero. Yeah, nine and zero. I mean, um, it's only three wins more than us. Yeah, if we sweep them, right? We, I mean, we we fuck around. We beat Dallas. We're good enough to beat the Eagles then. The Eagles beat Dallas. So if we could beat Dallas, we what if we just went out? We went out fourteen and fifteen and two. That's not. I mean, it's not going to happen. But like, the Giants are frisky, dude. They're frisky. I don't know. We're not out of any game. We're not out Where, of any game. Where's your gavel? Do you remember you had to, used to have a gavel? I do have a gavel. Yeah, win out. Win out. Win out. Make it so. Win out. Just went out. If I say that and they do it, then you have to be, we're going to use that. And be like, remember when Alex knew it? I'm like, I was just guessing. But to do that, you know, we do need bodies and we have one less body moving on before we move on to West Ham. Uh, Xavier McKinney uh, went to Cabo during the, uh, the bye week uh-huh. and decided to uh, fall off an ATV and break his hand. Or was it his hand or several fingers or something? He messed up his hand, yeah. Which, again, you Probably know. four games, he's going to be out. I'm no expert on the sport. You know, I like to play an expert on TV. Mm-hmm. But as far as I'm aware, you know, hands. You need those. JPP didn't. No, he, he just wrapped it up and like made like a boxing glove. See, so maybe he could have boxing gloved it. I don't know. He could have. He could have manned up rather than going and already get surgery. Is he hurt or is he injured? Which you gotta wonder. Well, apparently he's already had already had surgery, which is pretty yeah. interesting. On like three of his fingers or some shit. Like not great. I mean, I feel not I'm see how I've if you you've driven an ATV, right? Yeah. Did you ever fall off four wheelers down here? Um, I have seen people fall on them, and I think what happened with him is it rolled and so it landed on his hand. So he was going like too fast around the corner. 
Probably one of those things. And he would yeah. break his pool. Cabo <sighs> on the beach. So I would imagine he was just swerving Fucking around. That sand gives a little, a little sometimes. So I get it. He fucked um, around and he found out. But you should, said. yeah, no, not cool. We, it's kind of a loss we had on the bye week, but um, just that the the Dable method is kind of step up. Everybody do your job. Maybe we get something out of that. I think Dane Belton could step up in his absence, and, and he's looked decent at times this season. So I mean, he's no nobody's going to be Xavier McKinney. Maybe you see a little bit more Landon Collins. Um, but yeah, not ideal. Um, you know, you just hope that like, you know, like not like the Texans have a ton of receivers. I think Brandon cooks is just pulling the whole, you didn't trade me and I'm not going to play for you guys thing. Um, so I don't think we're going to see him this weekend against the Texans. Nico Collins would then be their best receiver and he's mid he's mid. Um, yeah, like, I just, I think that the, Hopefully, we, we aren't going to notice that. I mean, against Detroit, we're going to have a Monra St. Brown, and they they can uh, actually no, they don't have Hawkinson anymore, do they? Like the 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 Lions can kind of spread us out a little bit and kind of make us pay there, but I don't think Davis Mills is going to be the guy. Knock on wood. I don't think Davis Mills is going to be the guy to be like fuck Xavier McKinney not being here is why we lost. But this is the Texans. There's a lot more things than. Xavier McKinney being out that went into it. My only concern, because so from what I've heard, that the main issue here is apparently in the majority of NFL contracts, it very clearly states something like that: no, no ATVing, no skydiving. I think, and there's one other thing where it's like, don't do this during the regular season. That you're prohibited to do this. Maybe, maybe. Um, so I think t- by the letter of the law, because he's on injury reserve from a non-football injury, apparently, if the Giants wanted to be dicks about it, they could not pay him while he's out. But yeah. I don't think they're going to do that because obviously he's one of he's their best player in defense. You know, and they're going to want to resign no him, pissing him off. Um, but I think from the the court of public opinion, I think it could be very interesting if 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 which we won't, but if we lose on Sunday to the Texans. I think a lot of people are going to be looking at him and be like, "You fucked up." Yeah, no, I mean, there's no doubt about that. He's gonna he's gonna be looked at and, and ha- there's gonna be blame placed on him if anything is gonna happen to the Giants down the stretch, uh, at least in these next four games that he's supposed to miss. But I mean, the Cowboys—that's really gonna hurt not having him for the, for that game. Um, and the Eagles—that's also. I mean, the Commanders—they they can beat us. They got some receivers who can stretch the field. So um, if we can get through these first two weeks. We'll assess, you know, maybe, maybe Dane Belton steps up and plays great at that, that safety position, or maybe it's Landon Collins kind of doing some hybrid role that works out, but I got faith. You got to believe in the coaching staff, dude. Got to believe in the coaching staff. Got to beat Houston. Um, I'm excited. I haven't been up there and, 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 uh, I get to go up to the, to MetLife for the first time. So gonna get to, uh, gonna get to watch the game. Press. My brother's a Texans fan. So he's going to be up there. That's kind of the reason we picked this weekend to go. But um, I watched the Texans last weekend. Well, last week on Thursday Night Football, they played the, the Eagles. And, I mean, I got to say, like, their defense looked pretty good. Their defense um, was able – like, I've always said all season long that Philly cannot just run the run-pass option every single play. And they do run the run-pass option every single play. And the Texans did the best job I've seen anybody really stopping it. Um, then the second half just happened and the Eagles pulled away. Um, the Eagles are just – 
they're they're just good at that. And the Texans were just kind of gassed, but they looked really good for, for the first half. Um, the the Giants don't have the talent that the Eagles have, so the Giants can't afford to really fall behind them. I think the Texans scored two touchdowns in their first two possessions or 10 points in their first two possessions um, kind of jumped out on top of them. And if the giants let that happen this weekend, that's, that's bad news. Now we don't know how Dable is coming off of a buy. So you'd like to think that the guys are kind of zeroed in, but if they're in Cabo and shit, I don't really know, but I don't want to be that guy that that was their week off. They're allowed to kind of take a week off in the, in the season, just come back, fucking ball out and let's get a win this weekend. If anything that Brian Abel has shown already in the public, what I guess is going to happen, especially with Xavier McKinney, is for the public, he'll be like, ah, whatever, it's fine. He's one of the team. We love him, blah, 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 blah. But in the background, he's like, what are you doing? Just been went, yeah, he probably already had that conversation, honestly. And I oh, mean, yeah. McKinney, when he comes back, he just knows he's got to prove himself. And I think he, I, I think he will. I think he's a good enough player to do that. Abel looks like the kind of guy who would be like, oh, you hurt your fingers? Let me let me take a look. And he just grabs them. You fucking hurt your fingers, huh? Get over it. Yeah. Bitch. Oh, yeah. Exciting times. So, yeah. Next week will be the first time that we'll review a Giants game that you've seen in person. I mean, not you've seen Giants games in person, but you haven't seen a Giants well, game in I person since we've been game. doing yeah. this. Yeah. So that'd be fun. And we were... We'd have been uh, getting drunk together between now and then, which is exciting. Yeah, I think we're hanging out this weekend. You think? We are hanging out this weekend. God damn it. <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, on the flip side, we're going to be talking about West Ham and his complete bipolar performances and the shit show that is West Ham. Um, uh, we're going to take you quick, to a quick, quick break promoting other podcasts. This is Claren Big Blue, brought to you by Lucid Illusions. Go stream their shit right now on Spotify, Apple Music, and all of that good stuff. And we'll be right back in a minute. What serial mascot is most likely to be a Russian spy? Mm, Count Chocula. I don't know what a peanut from a bar floor tastes like. You know what they say about that deli, right? It's delicious. Oh, fuck! That would have killed do you want to try the sleepy chicken challenge? Um, no. What would be the spoons, fork, and knives equivalent to rock, paper, scissors? I'm trying to sleep in a private booth and this bitch is shaking her ass against my head. Like... No matter where I lay down, my face is covered in glitter. What the hell? <laughs> like conspiracy theory people and horoscope people, you're like, oh, you're stupid. I didn't know that. New episodes of Pasta Gravy and Waffle Box available every Wednesday. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or watch on YouTube. We don't give a shit. This is great content. And we're back. Ah, oh, good stuff. Just check those podcasts out. They're really good. They come yeah, highly recommended from us. It. It's great content. It's great content. Ah, see, at least, at least, what well, you know, I go into you know, tell you, hey, we're, I'm going to warn you, we're going to promote some shit do you ever listen to those some other podcasts i can't you know they obviously maybe they upload to a certain server that handles all the ads and you'll be mm-hmm. listening to a podcast and it, it just out of nowhere the ad just kicks in have you, you at um passing maybe kind of uh, one of the ones we use it, it just there's nothing you can do it'll start with the, with another ad 
and then it'll like finish with another ad and you can try and take out some of them but it just places them randomly well i've had people send it to me before where i was doing an ad and an ad played in between my ad that i was reading because it's always like the weird because obviously i'm guessing they have no control over what they're advertising because it's normally just, they just know, have so many ads have to go into it so like boom 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 that you're just listing in an out of sentence. Hey guys, are your balls hairy? You should get the Manscaped ball shaver. Yeah. You know what they say, fellas, cut the grass makes the tree look bigger. And then it cuts back in. So anyway, yeah, the Russian situation is really wait. Right. What? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, Bobby Buffles, what's up? That was hilarious. Hilarious. Cheers, buddy. Oh, West Ham, West Ham, West Ham. What is going on? Teller two tapes. Is that even a saying? I don't know. Um, but Europe yeah, successful really. again. My gosh, we had low expectations for that. We had lots of youth players, not lots, maybe like three or four, but they did very well. They played FCSP, dominated the game. I think they in the group. 6-0 in the group. Us and Bayern Munich, only only uh, two teams in European competition right now that have swept the groups. The only team in Europa Conference League history, which is only two, two seasons, yeah, in two history of two years to go undefeated in the group stage. I love that. Much. I was like, wait, didn't they just make that last year? And I was like, well, yes, yes, they did. But I mean, I love that. That's your facts. Facts only. We're not going to apologize. But then soon... It will, Somebody uh, had to be the first. Somebody yeah. had to be the first. So we are the only team, and then we when the someone first. else does it, we, it will always Somebody be... had to be. It'll always be, hey, who was the first hey, team to do Hey, they pulled this? a West Ham. Yeah. Right, went 6-0? and Yeah, cool. And then we're... <laughs> Choke on my beer. <laughs> That's how angry West Ham make me, God damn it. Um, but then, yeah, they go back to the Premier League and... Uh, God damn it. Yeah, that was not good. I mean, Ben Rama's goal was cool, though. How oh. about that, huh? Uh, Overhead kicks against Crystal Palace. We love to fuck him up. But you know what? I was realizing, like, as he was scoring that goal, I was like, you know what they need to do with this guy? Take him out of the game. He does not need to play 90 minutes because we need to sub him out because the guy that gave us all of our offense today shouldn't play anymore today. Did you see the quote from David Moyes after the game where he was like, hey, Ben Rama scored a really good goal. But other than that, what did he, he didn't offer much. What the, he scored the only goal! And then you took him off. I mean, he made some plays. He had opportunities elsewhere, but I don't know. I don't think he was holding us back. I don't think he's a full-game player, but it just it looks bad when he's your goal scorer. And um, like it was like, what was? It? Hold on, when did let me. I, I have the game log up, but it was like almost not that far after he got pulled. We subbed him out at sixty-four. Okay, never mind. So not at sixty-four. They scored at ninety. No, never mind. It was like within thirty minutes, though. Um. Not great. Not great at all. But it's Paqueta that I was thinking because they put um they put four nails on. And they took Paqueta out. And I was thinking I was, I had my subs mixed up. 
But yeah, no, it was just one of those like it felt weird when we were up one nil. It was like I we didn't have any offense. Our offense was just kind of not there Sunday morning, I felt like. And then like Fabianski made some good saves and and then we gave up the goal. And then after that, it was like, we kind of, we just never like, it was never on our half. I felt like, and then when it was, it was so brief that like, it didn't matter. We had to, we were, we were too busy scrambling back. And it was almost like when they did get up there, they knew they had to get back anyways. So we weren't able to really get anything done. And then, I mean, that was, that's a fucking fluke goal. Like I can't like you, it was a gut punch and you're pissed at how they had played leading up to that. But like, I can't get mad at that goal. Like that's a fucking. It's similar howler. to what I was saying about with the the, the McKinney situation and the Giants. It's like because it's the, the Antonio, you know, normally if he went for goal rather than passing and he missed, everyone would be like, "Oh, never mind." But because that directly led to them getting the ball and going straight up the other end and scoring, people are like. What the fuck were you doing? I mean, he couldn't. Have, and he couldn't have known that. I don't think it was. No. Like, I was mad at the moment, but then, like, when you watch it back, you're like, he, how? Like, he's got to. He's trying to put his team in the lead. He's trying to. He's trying to win the fucking game. And I'm never gonna. You can't get mad at a guy for trying to win the game. It was like we were just talking about that LSU game. Um, like going for two, going for two, and knowing like, all right, if we lose, whatever. Like, fucking. You gotta put you gotta put the ball in the net. You gotta try and put the ball in the net, and that's what he was trying to make. Like if, if he was trying to fuck it up, and then that that's what le- that's what it led to. Like okay, I get it, but like you gotta try and put the ball in the net, and then you then it's it's forgivable. And um, it it did suck. It did suck the way that it bounced that way. And then just the goal was that was a pretty goal. That was fucking as perfect of a touch as you could put on that ball. Um, I mean nobody thought it was going in. Like I thought I was like all right. We'll, we'll goal kick this out of here and just nope spun right in there. And I think it was kind of off of a deflection, wasn't it? Probably. I don't know. He just, uh, uh, I mean, by Zaha uh, scored like a million. I haven't seen it back. I, I still can't watch it back. As soon as it went, I was like, fuck this. And I just, I rage quit the game. I, so I think I, Zaha I scores on us every time we play him. Oh, yeah. He's, 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 he's one of those good. guys who just got our number. He's like um, Mitrovic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so a lot of people are now on the Twitter sphere, and as you know, everyone, you know, when they when they put their opinions out on Twitter, you know, they've taken the time to really put thoughts into their, you know, their feelings, and they're not just going out, you know. On a knee-jerk reaction, which is a great thing about Twitter. Um, a lot of people were asking for David Moyes to be fired. Um, before I give my thoughts, what are your thoughts on that? I did not know people were doing that. Um, Hashtag think... Moyes out was trending Sunday afternoon. I think you have to look at the state that West Ham was in when he came here and like the kind of turmoil that's been going on with other clubs and look at like yeah, we're not in a great spot right now, but we're not in a terrible spot. I think, I, I think, no, in Moyes we trust, man. Fuck it, dude. Like, that guy got us to it. We're, we're in Europe for a second year in a row. No, we're, we're fucking Moyes we trust, man. No, no. You, I was, I was trying, I was kind of taking it back. People wanted him out, but I was like, you know, like, okay, yeah, man, he doesn't play Ben Ramana, but like, no, 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 no. 
we ride with this guy. This guy got us this team. This guy built this team. Well, when you get yeah, like, we're, yeah, we're not in a great position, but we're not in a horrible situation in the league. We're not a Liverpool where we we, are, we want this guy. Go get him. Give him. Give him the money. Well, go bring that's him here. what Moyes brings these people in because he chooses them, and we can't just roll somebody else in and be like, here, figure it out. And also, I was saying to a lot of people. I said a lot of people. I probably said it's about three people, and then I got annoyed and turned, you know, closed Twitter. But it was, it's very easy, you know, when things aren't going our way. Even though we're in the knockout rounds of Europe for the second season in a row, and we are much better, much better off in the league than we were when he took over. We was like dead in the water when he took over. But it's I very easy just to go, ah, throw your toys out the pram, Moise out, Moise out, but then. What's the game plan after that? Yeah, we don't have another game plan because anybody that's better than that, like Moyes is not going to get hired away by a bigger club, knock on wood. Um, but like who's every other in? team, who is it that just signed with fucking Chelsea, Brighton's manager? It's like if, you ha- if you're if you another club like that, like one of those guys is just going to take that job. Like, like that, there's, we, there's not going to be stability. When we show any signs of like this guy looks good, he's just going to get hired by somebody else when Man United falls again. You know, like, like somebody's going to do that. And I think we're solid with Moyes. Moyes, he's consistent. He's, like, it's not where we want to be right now. But I think I was reading somewhere about, like, how they, everybody that comes back from the World Cup, all these guys we have, they're going to be playing in the World Cup. Like, they're going to be in, like, the best shape they've been, they've been in. And we're going to get we're going to get all these, this, these world-class guys, you know, falling out for us and i think that that's possible i don't really know i'm not 100 on that but like i i would like to see that and it, we got a half of a season left we got more than half of a season left really yeah plenty of time left and no, we're not that far out like we're not sitting pretty but like we string together a couple of wins here and there and we're good it's, we it's win, very close we win five or six yeah this couple is not wins, like a runaway league right go away. we're back in the top half Again, yeah, I would be ideally want to be pushing for top six, but you know, people have short memories, and you know, they, you know, they have a couple of seasons where we do relatively well, and and now suddenly, some fans think we're like Barcelona and should be demanding success every yeah. game. It's like, no, look, I mean, three wins and things go our way, we're back in the top ten. Right, easily back in the top ten, and it's possible we like, yeah, like this. This is this is very doable. We have a tough stretch coming up, but by no means is is the situation perfect. Yeah, David Moyes definitely needs to sit down. You know, someone needs like a mediator needs to sit David Moyes and Ben Rama down in a room together and try to hash out what what is problems they have, what's happening here, because it's it's literally like. Before even game kicks off, David Moyes has note written down: take Ben Rama off after sixty-five minutes, no matter what happens. Just about. Which he's a good player. Why are we pissing him off? I don't know, man. Because that was the first time. It's on the hard Sunday. to watch. It's hard it to looked watch like that. he was like starting to have enough, have enough of it. Because it wasn't like he was struggling or anything. We need, yeah. We need to go with the flow. You know, is overall Jared Boeing a better player than Ben Rava? Probably, yeah, I'd say so. But that game in particular, Boeing wasn't playing very well. Go with that, yeah. So just take him off. It's not... Oh, yeah. Just... 
but yeah, he does uh, need to. He's, he needs to improve, and he needs to. I don't know. Game plan something to bring you know Skamaka and Paqueta into things because up until Paqueta got that little knock and that little injury, he was out a couple of games. I I thought you could see something interesting brewing between those two. Think so. They've got an exciting partnership in the future, I think. So we need to start playing more exciting, more attacking. Stop being so uh, negative. But yeah, I, I, I definitely room for improvement. But I don't think it's it's time yet to to get rid of David Moyes. Not at all, in my opinion. No. Um, tomorrow we have Carabao Cup action. The poor man's Red Bull Trophy. We will face Blackburn Rovers, which you have to imagine. Even though we've only got one Premier League game left until the World Cup break, you have to still imagine this is going to be like a arrested team. This is going to be uh, the youth players who came through for us for the Europa game. Right. You imagine, right? Oh, speaking of, remember that game. Did you see it was during, I think it was, was it the first half? Was Where at some point, so obviously of Bonner, was the captain of the team that day. And obviously he is a centre-back. Central, pivotal to our defence. But did you see, there was one point where he must have got bored or something. Because he, I think he went up for a corner. And then he just kind of just stayed there. He's like, ah, fuck it, I'm, just, I'm going to be up front. I'm, I'm bored. Like, he just... Yeah. For about a good 10 minutes, was, he was just yeah, in guys. their box. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to score a goal. It was great. It was hilarious to me. I, was, I couldn't take my eyes off him. He was like, why are you still there? And he was like... Just, I have the yeah. I'm ready. I can do what I want. Yeah, I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. Um, is current Big Blue going to cover the World Cup during the break? Yes. I, I technically haven't. I, I think we, you know, we did discuss this, right? At some point. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to continue doing shows. Um, but yeah, we're not going to be doing full match breakdowns because I'll be honest, uh, there are. You know, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not waking up at five a.m. to watch. Ecuador versus Colombia or whatever it yeah. might be. But yeah. And then we're going to have a heated rivalry after the USA England game. Yeah, after Thanksgiving. I'm going to get so drunk that day. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. Um, you got your USA jersey ready, Mike? <laughs> you for the red coats. <laughs> no, I haven't got offended you asked me that question there you go i will be chanting the three lions and king charles the third doesn't matter might as well be an l get it because he's gonna lose i gotta get a world cup jersey huh just a world cup jersey no particular no, I mean, t- just USA just with all USA 32 countries on it i am mr neutral go why can't we all just have fun it's the coexist thing it's, it's yeah like with all the religious symbols oh, that'd be nice so i want to go with the blue or the red let's have a look usa white us M- men's national team jersey um, I think I'm probably gonna go blue. Wait, did you say red or red? Or, I only see a white and a blue. No, I meant, I meant, 
I meant white or blue. I'm gonna go blue. What with the the kind of like what's that? Is it like a tie dye? Like marble, like a marble, maybe. You go with that. That's a bold move. You don't think I can pull that off? If anyone could, you could. You think I should go white? I mean, I mean, no, no, go with blue, because then, because obviously, if I'm going to be wearing my England stuff, that's going to be white. We don't want to, if we don't want to clash. Maybe, maybe I'll have to wear blue or red or whatever the fuck y'all's other color is. Is it red? red? Alex does look good in blue as he's uh, sporting Thanks. the big blue of New York Giants. Uh, my jersey is just going to say World Cup. Just go, go sports. Qatar. Yeah, should we get into that? Should we get into the last, you know, no. last 10 minutes? Should we get into the polit politics of the World Cup? <laughs> yeah, I'll do red. I don't like the red. Don't love it. Don't love it at all. You don't like the England jerseys? Mm -mm. They look stupid and they have collars. And you know what I think about collars and jerseys? They don't belong. Cricket. To be fair, I haven't bought a new England jersey for quite some time because I found one I liked and then everyone else after that has been terrible. Like I see where they're going with this one, like with the blue shoulders that are fading out. It's kind of like retro, like throwback to her like early 90s look, but no, it doesn't look good. But, uh, oh, Jack, I could get the goalkeeper jersey. You do like a good goalkeeper jersey. I do like goalkeeper jerseys. This is kind of sick. Oh, do I want? Maybe I get a Megan Rapino jersey. So it has the stars on it. Do it. Support the ladies. Yeah. And then when you go to a bar for every USA game and they announce the lineup, you can shout out, Whoa, Justice for Rapino. Why is she not starting? She's the best player. Where's, where's Megan? Put her in. Play her. Play her. Play her and pay her. Play her. Equal rights. Exactly. Exactly. Bobby McFunder Waffles. I'm colorblind. It's very disrespectful to Bobby Jokes, by the way. That's very mean. How could you do that? Yes. He is colorblind and colorblind. You can't see your white or blue collar. They all look the same to me. Mm -hmm. That's a positive. Anyway. Exactly. What a great segue into talking about our the other podcast, Pastor Gravy. Um, new episodes, as alluded Very to. Very good an ad for that. In our amazing ad that I totally spent more than five minutes putting together. There's more podcasts coming out tomorrow. Pasta Gravy and Waffle Box. Alex, what have the fine people of the Gravy Gang, which features Bobby McFunder Waffles, got to look forward to tomorrow? Um, We're going to talk about parades. Parades awesome. is the Astros parade was this, was this week. Uh, parades We're going to tell you guys. I got a pretty good not cool for you guys to to listen to me bitch about, and then um, we're gonna it. answer 
we're going to answer your questions. We're going to answer your questions and pitch some ideas to you. So um, what about Waffle Box? What do, we got to, what do we got to look forward to on Waffle Box? I love throwing to you every week where you just you just live, literally give the same. Um, we're just going to answer questions. And uh, yeah, we're going to. I have gonna, it. I'm going to do the prep after this. We're going to talk. And uh, like, I have talking. talking points, but I don't have I don't have my like list in front of me where I could normally be like boom 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 boom. I usually click on it before you get to me. You gonna power rank something? Uh, this week? I think yeah, they were power ranking um, Bobby McDonough waffles, uh, pep or doctors. I think. Ooh. Spoiler, alert. spoiler. He gave us a great question last week that we showed on the ad. That's one of the options he gave us. It's the best doctor. It's the only doctor that doesn't. Doctor Scholes is pretty good. Sure. Doctor Mario. Doctor Mario is pretty good. Although, was he really? Was he really a doctor? You can shoot by a boss. Anyway, yeah, check that out. Pass the gravy. And then Waffle Box. uh, We're going to be talking about. You know, cheating during college exams and how the Philippines have come up with a very ingenious way to cut that out. Uh, we were talking about a dumb world record, as always, which deserves a mighty round of applause. We're going to be talking about Weird Al Yankovic and his new movie that is totally 100% all true story and not made up. Um, and all that good stuff. So check that out. So... Yeah, this is your homework for tomorrow, as always. Wednesday morning, listen to Waffle Box, and then Wednesday evening, when Pastor Gravy comes out, you listen to Alex and Pastor Gravy. So go to at Waffle Box Pod and at Pastor Gravy Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Hit the follow, and then you know, whenever you're ready, sit down at your computer, go to YouTube, bring up the video versions of our podcasts. And then on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, however you find your podcast, bring out the audio version and hit play at the same time. And you, you just be, you know, you're going to be having a party. You're going to be having a party right now. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. Anyway, make sure you do follow all of us at Pod on all the socials at cbbpod.com. I am at only Mike Fish. This joker over to this side. You can find him on social media. At Alex J. Middleton. Wonderful stuff. And until next Tuesday, where I'm sure we'll be talking about oh, so many happy times. When win, on, win, we're gonna, win, on, win. We're win and win and win. And then we'll be talking about that time that me and Alex got drunk in Times Square. So until next week. Take care of yourselves and each other, as Jerry Springer used to say. See you next Tuesday. Hey, let's go to Peyton. He's going to break down that touchdown. Can't hear shit. Never mind.